0: guys thank you for listening to the bridge to bucktober podcast where we talk all about them pittsburgh pirates and that today is march 31st the 2021 major league baseball season starts this thursday chad cool is the pirates opening day starter in chicago and the rest of the roster is taking shape as well we're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode let's go bucks center field,
1: pretty deep to the wall, and gone! Key
0: Brian Hayes has just tied the game! What's up, Jake? How we doing, bud? Doing good, man. Opening day is this week. Yeah, buddy. I'm excited, man. I'm pumped. I know that that doesn't seem like an obvious thing for a Pirates fan to say, but baseball it's here. I'm a big baseball fan too. Yeah. Oh yeah. So let's get right into it. There's some roster moves. Cole Tucker right after our, after we recorded last week, Cole Tucker option to AAA. <laughs> <laughs> so right after we had the conversation about it.
1: Yeah. They're it's not good. giving up on him. He's got more developing to do. That's all. He'll be all right.
0: Yeah. I mean, we talked about it last week about how it's not a make or break year for him that Mm -hmm. You know, 95 games is not – it's not like the guy had his chance and it's gone. Right. So, yeah, I think that's the right move. I think that he'll he'll figure it out, but I think he just needs to play every day, and there's just not a chance for him to play every day right now. Right. Uh, Todd Frazier had an opt-out clause in his contract. March 25th, if he wasn't out of the roster, he could opt out. That's exactly what happened. He opted out. Pirates granted him his release. And then they said, basically, we're going to keep talking to him. I, I'm sure his guys called other guys. Is there another option for me out there? Turns out, <laughs> turns out there wasn't. So he signed a, a new minor league deal with the Pirates. I think they want to get him there. They like him, and they, they'd they like to get find a way to get him on the active roster. Mm-hmm. But right now, there's just not a spot no
1: there's not and you know you you got the backups that they have more versatility
0: yeah I mean as the long one, as Philip Evans there, you know right as long as Philip Evans is playing well then I think you that's who you go with yeah so now there is an option too where right now the Pirates are taking uh 14 pitchers with them at the beginning of the year so if it gets to the place where they end up needing another one and going 13 and 13 then that also op- uh, opens up one spot. Yeah. So, Stephen Brault, we didn't we didn't make a note of this last week, but he was a little bit on he was a little bit hurt. We didn't know how bad it was, so we didn't e- even bring it up. Uh but he's going to miss the beginning of the season. They're saying like 10 weeks, but I think the reality of it is we may not see him till July. Yeah. According to that injury, like it's possible, and I would guess that they would be patient with it because of the year that we could be having.
1: Right. And you know, he could come in fresh after the all star break, even, you know, right, give us that extra arm.
0: Yeah, especially if someone is moved mm-hmm. or doing so poorly that he's like if Cahill doesn't work out or if Anderson doesn't work out, and they end up just cutting him. I don't think that's going to happen. I think that they'll they'll let it play out.
1: Yeah. I do too.
0: Uh yeah, so him and uh Cody Ponce uh are both going to go on the injured list right away. So Yeah, I just as far as Brault, they're going to be patient with him, I think. Yeah. But I think that kind of confirms he won't be traded this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brault will be yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. So if he dominates maybe an offseason trade or maybe they, you know, keep him around. So yeah, there
1: is there is no uh, waiver trades this year, right?
0: That's right. So he can't go in August. Like it'll have to right. be an off season thing.
1: Right.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of injuries, Blake Cedarland, we talked about him last week. He he did have Tommy John surgery, so that's just pushing him back even more. Yeah. So in the other moves, uh, Brian Goodwin, Wilmer Defoe, Defoe, however you say it. Chase, uh, Chase DeYoung, Chase and Shreve, they've all been reassigned to minor league camp. It seems like th- there's even more than that. Uh, there's been some options, Tyler Bashler, Jeff Hartley, Miguel Yahure. It's kind of all over the place. There's a lot of moves. We'll get into those basically by saying if we've left them out of the opening day roster, they're not there. There's only two spots we don't know right now. So I'm going to go to move into that. Let's go ahead and jump right into the roster outlook. And I think the way we'll do this is we'll just go position by position and we'll say what we know. Uh, just to say, like we don't have our finger on the pulse here. Like we're <laughs> we're fans. We're reacting to what we can find on you know mlb.com on mlb trade rumors, uh the athletic and numerous Twitter accounts. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we're watching. We're getting this information at the same time as you, so you're basically just listening to our reaction. But if you don't want to look all that stuff up, then you can get it here. Catchers, I think it's not a surprise. Jacob Stallings is the starter. Mm -hmm. Michael Perez will back him up. I like this. I think Michael Perez is a great defensive catcher, too, and I think that he's younger and... Um, I've seen some Ray's fans talk about how he gets hits, uh, in like important parts. Yeah. So I feel like that's a good, okay, cool. So then that's what we got.
1: Right. Either way you go. Either one of those players, it's, you're getting pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Good defense and, and, and timely hitting.
0: Yeah. One's just bigger than the other one. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and yeah. really one's a right-handed hitter. Michael Perez, hits left-handed. So there is yeah. that. Two. Uh, okay, so first base, Colin Moran. No surprise. They, for a really bad team, there's no surprises here.
1: Right. Yeah. And for for a team that funny. for yeah. a
0: team that a lot of people say is supposed to be really bad, there's no surprises here. We could go straight down through this list, and it's going to be exactly who you thought it was. Mm-hmm. So, Colin Moran. Just, I'm going to say, like, if you're unfamiliar with with the squad, Colin Moran's got the big orange beard. He's the one that's going to be there. He was. He's played third. He moved to first base last year. The move went well. Maybe he'll tap into more of that power. Yeah,
1: I'm. Lo- I'm looking forward to his season this year. I, th- I think something's going to click. I. Th- I think he is going to hit for a little more power. I think he showed it a little bit last year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he had some. I, I, I'd some like streaks. to see it
1: play out over. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, second base, Adam Frazier, will be there. Obviously. And he'll be our leadoff hitter. We'll actually talk about a a lineup later. But midseason trade candidate. But the Pirates... Okay, so they still have control of Frazier this year and next year. So it's not a do or die have to trade him. Right. He hits free agency after next year. If you're not going to get a valuable return for him, then I'd say you get more value... By letting him play second until Nick Gonzalez is ready. I could see Frazier. I know that we, because like we talked about this, you you need to trade Frazier. But the thing is, is like, maybe you don't. He's going to make Pirates baseball better this summer and maybe next summer. Then you may as well keep him. Now, if we had Eric Gonzalez, Kevin Newman, and Cole Tucker all knocking down the door, then I could say like, well, yeah. Just get rid of him, but like, what are you gonna get? What are you gonna get for him? Like a prospect, possible bullpen guy, yeah, that are I a mean, dime a dozen.
1: Yeah, you're gonna have to get the right package in order to move him. No matter which, you know, if it's in midseason or if it's in the, in the offseason or at all.
0: Right, and I just think like, sure, he's a he's a Gold Glove caliber second baseman, so that's definitely good. Mm-hmm. But he's also like, he's also. A guy who's not gonna give you like a ton of power, so he's not like he's not a big ad for a team.
1: In my opinion, and and I could be off on this, but I see Adam Frazier fitting that role kind of like uh like an Adam Eaton. I think that those two they just they seem similar to me. And Adam Eaton came up huge for the Nationals down the stretch, what was that, two, three years ago when they when they won it? Yeah. Um, I mean he was a big player for them, and I think Adam Frazier could be that guy coming in, you know, getting on a hot streak at, at the right time.
0: Okay. You know, he's he, interesting. E,
1: Adam w- Eaton didn't hit a bunch of home runs, but he hit a couple in really big moments.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought of those two together. That that is interesting, though. Lefty, kind of scrappy players. Yeah. Good defensively. But still. Adam Eaton isn't going to bring a lot back in a trade either. No. So it's the but, same sort of thing. Like, you're not going to get a top prospect for him. And right. so you wonder, like, well, then isn't he more valuable to just keep? Anyway, that's what yeah. I think. Third base, uh, Philip Evans. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Key Brian Hayes, obviously. Uh, rookie of the Year <laughs> candidate. Most exciting player on the Pirates. If you need a reason to go to the ballpark, it's to watch this dude play third base. Yeah. Right? Yep. Okay. That's enough. I mean, he's he's got
1: the potential. He could be well, the, you know, the first guy to knock Arenado off the gold glove streak.
0: Arenado's never not won a gold glove. So... Let's make it happen.
1: (laughs) Right? Love to see it.
0: Uh, Unfortunately, Arenado just went to the St. Louis Cardinals who are like a fundamental defensively-minded team, so that's just going to push that even harder for him. He's going to excel in St. Louis where there's a specific culture around that. They're going to be good. I don't care what anybody says. Anyway... Kevin Newman lit spring training world on fire. He will be the starting shortstop. Comes to no surprise from anyone.
1: It it could come as a surprise to some people, I think. I think some people may have thought that Gonzalez might have been able to pull that job out of a hat. But overall, no. But, I mean, worth noting a little bit. I know it's spring training. It is what it is. But he did set the MLB record. For batting average in the spring, he batted six oh six.
0: It's fun. It's a fun thing. It mm-hmm. was fun to watch. I mean, it just felt like everything he hit fell. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, I think equally as important, or Matt, uh, I'd say more important, he did not strike out one time this spring. Right. To me, that's crazy. That's something moving forward. Now he's he's gonna strike out. I think it'd be hilarious yeah. if we say this and then he strikes out his first at bat. <laughs> like <laughs> just to ruin the whole thing. But no, he's he's gonna strike out, but it's nice to know that they're attacking and they're actually hitting the ball. And he and he hit a lot of doubles. It's not mm-hmm. it wasn't all bloops and I mean he had those two. Yeah. He also hit a hard ground ball in today or yesterday's oh, yesterday's game, because today wasn't televised that hit off the pitcher's cleat, went right to the shortstop, and he was thrown out at first. So, like, where there's good luck, there's bad luck, too. And I think yeah. he quoted at one point, he's like, yeah, it's fine. You're get, I'm getting some extra hits that are just falling in, but I know that later in the year, I'm going to hit some line drives that are going to be outs. Right. So they equal each other out, and it is what it is. But I think that he's obviously, him and Brian Reynolds, is the next guy we're going to talk about, are two guys that are just... Poised for a, a bounce back year. Yeah. What we saw last year is not what you'll see throughout their careers. No. Brian Reynolds, left field. He's going to have a bounce back year. He's having better at bats. He ended spring training at 300. I mean, it was like he didn't have that light on fire moment, but he just hits 300. And yeah. I, I think that's Brian Reynolds. Like he's exciting if you're that blue collar clock in, clock out kind of guy, then Brian Reynolds is your guy. He doesn't say anything. He goes out there and he goes to work and you're you're just gonna get what you're gonna get out of him.
1: Yeah. Which it's, is quality.
0: It's it's quality. He's gonna hit a home run and you're not gonna see him bat flip or fist pump or he's just gonna jog around the bases and he's gonna like give people a high five.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's Brian Reynolds. So I think that's the best thing about baseball is that you can love that and then you can love the, the Fernando Tatis with all the flair and excitement yeah. because you, you allow these guys to have just to be an individual and then just be able to like the fact that they're an individual and that they're different. I think that Brian Reynolds, now that he's a dad, has a little more power in the tank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's happened. Yeah. Anyway, Anthony Alford, starting center fielder. To me, this one was obvious, and you, he's your guy, you said.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's going to have a good season. I really do.
0: So here's the thing. Because they brought him in, it was kind of this thing. It was like, oh, the Blue Jays gave up on him and all this stuff. He's only 26 years old. Mm-hmm. He's a former top prospect for the Blue Jays he still has less than two years of service time, which is crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, He hasn't played more than 18 games in a single season and no more than 30 plate appearances in a single season, which to me feels like you gave up on a guy that you never even gave a shot. Right. So I'm looking forward to see. You may have something here. Anthony Alford like you said, could be a guy that could be here for three, four years just waiting for these prospects to happen. We may not have a revolving door of center fielder's. If this guy's league average at the plate or even a little bit less but is capable of playing good defense in the outfield and has moments that he looks good at the plate, then I think that might be good enough for the Pirates to say, let's not overcomplicate this. This guy's going to play center field.
1: Yeah. Yeah, until
0: until someone pushes him out,
1: and and as pirate fans, I mean, how many times have we seen our, our guys move on to another team and and it clicks? Yeah, it happens all the time. Why can't it happen for us? You know yeah. what I mean? That that's how I kind of feel about this Alfred move, and, and and I'm excited to see what he's going to have for the season. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm I'm excited.
0: I think it's interesting that we have a lot of guys: Frazier, Newman. Tucker, uh, Eric Gonzalez for the most part, even Brian Reynolds with a little extra pop, but and Key Brian Hayes with a little extra pop, but for the most part, we've got a lot of average, not average, uh batting average hitters. But not a lot of speed. And Anthony Alford brings that speed. You know what I mean? Like we used to have we used to have Marte, Kutch, um, Harrison. Like we had guys that could boogie. Mm-hmm. And then now it's like, well, I mean, Newman's, he's okay. I mean, like, he can steal a base, but he's not like blazing speed. Key Bryan right now looks like he can, he can, he's got another gear that he can mm-hmm. kick it into. But I don't think he's like home to first, gonna beat out a lot of grounders like you used to see Marte and McCutcheon do. Yeah. But like, Anthony Alford has that. He's got the athleticism. And so, like, at least that's exciting. We haven't mm-hmm. seen that on our right. team.
1: Like, you know what I mean? I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw. I, I don't think we've used that on our team. Like, I and maybe not the home to first, like you said, but I think we can steal more bases. I think we got a little bit more speed than people give us credit for. I, I yeah, think last Adam year Fraser can run.
0: Last year, I think we didn't steal hardly any. But I wonder if that wasn't also just driven by the fact that we weren't on base, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we had everyone almost had a bad year. Mm hmm. Everyone who would steal a base. Right. Right field. Gregory Polanco. Does that surprise anybody? No. I think we've said everything we need to say about Polanco. You you good there?
1: I just hope he stays healthy. That's there you it. Go. I mean, stay healthy and I think he could have a good year.
0: All right. Uh so our bench players. This is the we talked about only having thirteen position players. Two of them are catchers, so not very many opportunities here. Dustin Fowler will be the backup outfielder. Uh, I think this is an uneventful thing. I think that we kind of mm-hmm. knew it. He's a bridge player. He had no options. We picked him up. I think this was just an easy decision to say. He's capable. Yeah. You know what I mean? All of us had options. Let's send him down. We just keep Fowler here until we feel like he has to move. But we'll let all of us get more at bats. See what he can give us at the AAA level. And that way, we don't have to DFA Fowler. I, you yeah. know, he's also a former first round pick. So who knows? Give him some at bats. You never know what you're going to see from him. Polanco gets hurt. Right. He's probably the right fielder. He'll just slot right in, and they'll figure something else out for that other roster spot. But I'm okay with it. I understand what they're doing.
1: I don't. I, I honestly, I I might disagree with you a little bit right there. I think if Polanco gets hurt, but he lasts until the AAA starts, I think you could see Oliva come up and start in right field, and Fowler stay the backup, or somebody else come up and start who's been getting consistent at bats in that AAA. They could take that spot. I, I think Fowler is a backup, and I think he that's will be. That's a good be. point. I think he will be the backup.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Unless it's like, hey, we have an opportunity to bring Todd Frazier up right now, then you could see Fowler take that right field spot or Evans take the right field spot.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Frazier take the right field spot and Eric Gonzalez could play second
0: or Eric Gonzalez has even had his his hand in the in the in the right field. Like he's been playing a little bit of outfield. I don't. Th- I think it's dumb. I think you keep Eric Gonzalez for the infield, mm-hmm. and if If Eric Gonzalez gets an everyday starting spot, then it shouldn't be at second base. I'd move Newman to second and play Eric Gonzalez at short. If it's going to be an everyday thing.
1: Yeah, even if you do it that way, I I just... Basically, my whole point is I see Fowler in the backup role... Regardless. Regardless.
0: Yeah. I think if it's a, hey, he's going to be out for two, three weeks, I I could see Fowler just stepping in and... Yeah. Yeah doing something like that. But I guess if it's long-term, yeah, they'd probably figure something out. Um, so, speaking of, Philip Evans, Eric Gonzalez, those are the other two guys that are on the bench. Um, I'm excited about Philip Evans. Uh, I think he's sneaky good. I, he he kind of snuck up on everybody. Mm-hmm. But I also think that this is someone that, like, that Pittsburghers will like. I, ju- I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I have that feel about him, you know what I mean? He can kind of play some different places. He's going to. He's going to give it his all. I mean, that's the whole reason that that he was hurt. And Mm -hmm. he's, you know, he's willing to do what he can to make a play. No matter if you have like a season where you have 19 wins. Well, a short season where you have 19 wins. And he's out there just giving it his all. Right? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He's fine doing that. I I think that we kind of gravitate towards guys like that. Mm -hmm. Eric Gonzalez, versatile. He earned it. He played well. The problem is with Eric Gonzalez is if you give him a starting role, like Cleveland did a few times, he's just not – he's underwhelming. Yeah. I think if he plays part-time, he's not overexposed, and I think that what he can provide on defense and offense, if playing in that role, I think he's a plus player at that point. I think if he plays every day, I think – he and he could prove me wrong if that happened, but – that's what you've gotten from him. So I like him. Yeah. I like him as a backup. Yeah, I do too. I think it's a good spot for him. hmm pitching is this is what this is where it's been. Let's talk about pitching. Chad Cool, opening day starter. That's cool. hmm I didn't mean <laughs> to do that. But yeah. Um, I think it's good. If it's not gonna be Brault, it probably should be Chad Cool. Mitch Keller didn't do enough in the spring to earn it. He would have had to have earned it. Right. And Mitch Keller didn't. I don't know what order they're going to be in. I don't know if that's been released. But Mitch Keller, Tyler Anderson, Trevor Cahill, and JT Brubaker are the other four guys. Brubaker, I I made a comment (laughs) last week that I don't know if he's going to get enough innings to make a big impact. And here we are. He's got an opportunity to pitch pretty much all year.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, looks good. I, yeah, I'm interested I, I, in that. Going
1: back to a couple of starts I seen him in last year, I mean, I, he's he's a solid pitcher. He's got good stuff. Just uh, the same with everybody, just hoping everybody can stay healthy. It's, you know, the pitching big thing, is what it is. It yeah, comes and goes.
0: The big thing for me with Brubaker and Mitch Keller is with this slew of pitching that was supposed to be. Cole, Tyone, Kingham, Keller, Brubaker. Um, I I know Glass now. I know there's other ones I'm not thinking of that were supposed to be like making it in this rotation to be this incredible young rotation in Pittsburgh. And I mean, the storyline is that Neil Huntington did a poor job at developing these pitchers. Mm-hmm. So Brubaker's just on that list to me. And I know Keller is too. But Brubaker was like that secondary guy. He wasn't supposed to be like a Mitch Keller. Like it was supposed to be Cole, Tyone, Keller, right? Those were supposed to be the the three big ones where Keller was supposed to step in when when Cole was supposed to be stepping out and whatever it was. Yeah. And like none of those guys have really panned out in Pittsburgh. And so I kind of see Brubaker as like maybe a victim of this too. But from what I'm seeing... Maybe not. Maybe this is his, they always excel when they leave and they get into more forward-thinking coaching staffs and things like that, and they change the way that they pitch mm-hmm. and that kind of makes them happen. Well, maybe this is his way to do that because yes. he's now um, under different management. Right, different development team, everything. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But either way, that's our rotation. I'm into it. Yeah. I mean, we we know what it is. We know Anderson and Cahill. We know that they could give us a 550 ERA or worse. Yeah. We know they could give us a 450 ERA, which I think I'd be happy with at this point. Sure. But it's not all-stars. So this is what we're looking at, and we understand that. To me, those five guys right there tell the story of this season and why everybody thinks they're going to lose 110 games because yeah. of that list of names. But you know what? Names don't win games. They do not. So maybe maybe they play well. Bullpen, Richard Rodriguez, Kyle Crick, Sam Howard, the only lefty, Michael Feliz, Chris Stratton, Rule 5 pickup Luis Oviedo, and David Bednar, obviously. I mean, not obviously, but we're happy to know. You're there, right, yeah, there are two spots available, and it looks to me, I think there's some other names that that, that I'm not that I haven't seen them get assigned to the alternate side or minor league or whatever. But it looks to me like those spots are between two people who are on the active roster: Will Crow and Dwayne Underwood Jr. and a non-roster invite, Clay Holmes, who did not give up a run this spring, and I mean, looks good. Yeah, He went to work. He got DFA'd. He went to work. He said, I'm going to rewrite this story. Yeah. So I I still think that the reason we don't know those last two spots, in my opinion, is because they're trying to figure out how they're going to get Clay Holmes on the 40-man roster and the active roster. The active roster is a little bit easier because you could just, I don't know about Dwayne Underwood's options. I didn't look it up. If he doesn't have any options, then it would be, if we're not going with Underwood, he could get DFA'd. Clay Holmes takes his spot. We're done. But if they like Underwood, then Will Crow, I think, still has options. So that may be, we'll send him down. But then somebody else has to be removed from the 40-man. So yeah. there's, I'm sure they're working on whatever they have to do. Um Brault and Ponce will start on the IL. Uh, we said that. So... There's also a five-man taxi squad that they're taking to Chicago with them. Uh, I don't know who that is. I don't know that they've said who that is. But they did say that that's going to happen. So some there's like five guys that are going to also go to Chicago just in case they need them. If somebody gets hurt. Or I guess if somebody gets COVID. Yeah, right. So we're, we're still dealing with that, guys. We're still dealing yeah, with that.
1: Unfortunately, it's not completely gone.
0: No. Um. All right, uh, so we've been talking about it the whole spring. Spring's over now. Prospects. Did anybody in that prospect group impress you?
1: Um, Nobody jumped off the paper to me.
0: Nothing real special, but that's okay. They missed an entire year of games. Yeah. And I know people say, well, but they were at the alternate site, and they got to actually play. No, they didn't. Those don't count to me. They missed a year of baseball.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't care if they were at an alternate site playing inner squat It's different. They lost a year of development. Some pitchers, it may have helped. I think, I mean, we're seeing everybody talking about Quinn Priester. It probably helped him out because he's a guy who they said the work that he was able to do during that time was probably helpful to him. So I could see that. But I think especially for hitters, they're a year behind. Yeah, So it's unfair to say that, oh, they did nothing. You know what I mean? It's They missed a year. And so it's okay. But I think in order to be impressed by guys like Cruz and Gonzalez and them guys, uh, we're going to have to wait and watch how the season progresses in the summer. And unfortunately, they're already a month behind. They're not going to start until May. So that's what makes it tough. And that's also what makes it tough for the Pirates to even think about those guys making an impact this year. Yeah, it just isn't to me going to happen. But uh, lineup, uh, it's already been said. Frazier's a leadoff guy, so you got Frazier, Key, Brian, Reynolds, Polanco, Moran, Newman, Stallings, Alfred, Chacko. That's what I've seen. Uh, I think that was posted on, on, in an article by the Athletic. I don't know if if they know that or if this is their projected lineup it feels lined up pretty right yeah i don't know how you would mix that up any different maybe alfred then stallings but or maybe moran then polanco hitting fifth but i don't polanco makes more money put him fourth. (laughs) (laughs) make him prove it i don't really know okay uh three things for this season to be better than we think i mean we're we're positive because we like the pirates Mm -hmm. But we're also, like, we understand, like, both of our projections were right around 90 to 95 losses. So even though we sound like we're positive about it, we still understand what's going on. Jake made his projections of three different guys hitting 300. He may only hit on one of them, but that, you know, everything's not going to go right. Right. But he's just saying, like, any of those three could do this. You know what I mean? Hmm. So anyway... Three things that are that that are if all three of them happen, the season ends up better than we think. Do you do you have three things? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I, I'll tell you this just in case we can chime in at the same time. I have a pitching one, a defense one, and a hitting one, or an offense. You know what I mean? I don't know okay. if you have three things like that.
1: I have a pitching, a offense, and a in general.
0: Okay, so let's go pitching and then offense and then we'll. Then we'll mix them. So pitching, what do you have?
1: Surprise pitching. Cool Keller, Brubaker could have solid years. Anderson and Cahill, they've been around for a little bit. So understanding how to pitch is, you know, with not elite stuff could help them have some success.
0: So you're saying just totally shock the world all five of them do well. Yes. Okay. So that that's, uh, yeah, okay. So I think I was a little more specific with it and looking at what last year was, we walked a lot of guys last, week, last year. Mm-hmm. So I think limit your walks. Walk less hitters. Less guys on base, less runs given up. So all I'm saying is, in order to be better than we think, if we're looking at what they were before, walk less hitters. Let's start with that. Let everything yeah. else fall into place, but let's let's walk less people. Uh, you said you have an offensive one. What do you got?
1: Aggressive base running. I kind of touched on this a little bit, and then I kind of let it go because I was going to bring it up now. Um, we don't have great team speed, but I think we can push our limits this year. Uh, we don't have the power, so we're going to have to try to first to third things we're going to have to try to get into scoring position, um, by stealing a bag here and there. Um, you, we got, we got Frazier who can steal some bases. We have Reynolds is smart on the base pass. He could steal some bases for us. And, and if you got Reynolds batting in front of either Polanco or Moran, you got left-handed bats. So if I can steal second, they can hit behind me. You can manufacture more runs that way.
0: Yeah, and I let's, think let's not sleep on the fact that Newman is probably the best base stealer of the of the group. Like as far as yeah. like his career, you know what I mean. Like he's a right. he he's a good base runner, and so and Alfred's got a lot of speed too. So I would imagine yeah. that he's a base stealer as well. You think you can echo that by saying like you mentioned we don't have a lot of power. The biggest problem that a lot of people have with stealing bases is that you're. You're risking giving up an out when as many home runs are hit these days. You're in scoring position on first base on this team, maybe not.
1: <laughs> right. That yeah, and that's even what if you're I'm hitting saying. in
0: front of Polanco and Moran, still maybe not.
1: Yeah, and if you're on second base, hit to the outfield. Let's try to score the run. Let's you know send them even in some risky situations. I'd rather take the chance that he might throw on a, a little bit off target. And and you can slide around the tag like just be aggressive on the base pass. I think is is a big key to to winning a few more games than we, than expected.
0: Yeah. So I have uh, last year we just had too many down years. So I think hit to your ability, and mm-hmm. I think if if we have guys play to their ability, that I don't think that I'm not saying go out of this world. If if everybody goes out of this world, yeah, it could be a really special season, but just three just as a as what we're saying is for this season to be better than what we think then let's just you know let's just hit to our ability yeah let's not try to be too much let's hit the ball let's put it in play uh I mean if you go down through that lineup Frazier had a down year Reynolds had a down year Newman had a down year but like Moran had part of the year that was a good year and then part of the year that was bad Polanco just swung and missed way too much so, like, if you could just get Polanco to not swing and miss as much and get good years, like, bounce-back years from Frazier, Newman, and Reynolds, they're going to score runs. Yeah. You know, and so I think that, hey, maybe you sneak into that 70-win territory if all of those guys hit.
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: uh, My last one, because it's simple, I'll go first. Defense, just make less errors. So, walk less hit to your ability, make less errors. Those are simple things, and they're small things, but if they do those three things, then I think they maybe can get into 70 wins. Now, all of those other things, those special things, like, sure, you walk less, but if you end up striking out more and having great years out of a few guys, then, sure, now you're talking about even more or you know, not only making less errors but being great at run prevention, then... Yeah sure now all of a sudden you're doing even more and then hitters if you have guys have you know great years you know if polanco hits 30 and moran hits 25 and newman hit or uh, reynolds hits 20 and guys are stealing and key brian wins then sure now you're talking about maybe 75 wins (laughs) you know what i mean maybe 80 wins who knows Uh, you don't project that sort of thing because They just don't look like they're – that would mean that several people are having one of the best years of their careers. Yeah. But – so I'm just saying, hit to your abilities. Maybe you'll win 70 games. Yeah. So what's your third thing?
1: My third thing is it's just health. Uh, If we can stay healthy, we have talent on the field, and and it'll play. Sure. It's just – it's super simple. Just do what you can to stay on the field.
0: Uh yeah, so I've I've just got another note. I mean, we're just talking about the season now. So, we've already gone all the way through the roster. I do just have like another note just about the state of the team. Outfield depth is it, it's ugly. Yeah. Our outfield depth is bad. Infield we are in a much better position. We have a question mark in right field, we have a question mark in center field, and we have a big question mark after those two. And so to me, this is when it becomes like realistic to say, this is why people are down on this team. I mean, pitching obviously, but I think the pitching could be better than what everybody thinks it is. That bullpen is different than it was last year. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing is if we could walk less guys, I think you would see a lot better numbers from that staff. Maybe not, As much the starters, but from that bullpen especially, but outfield, even with good years, I just don't see it. There's work to be done. Yeah, and I think you know if you're a fan and you're looking for an answer, pay more attention to the infield. And and this is why I say 95 because uh, 95 losses because when I look at the depth, I mean there are probably going to be injuries. There are every year. I just don't think we have options beyond the three guys that are there. I'm okay with those three guys. But we could easily see Alfred and Polanco have bad years. Easily. I I think it'd be a little bit harder for me to wrap my head around Reynolds having another bad year. Yeah. But the other two guys, like, sure. It wouldn't surprise me. It would surprise me if Reynolds does bad.
1: Right, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? He's a good player. And so... That's what worries me. Is we got a long way to go in the outfield. I think I think we have a long way to go at catcher. I think we have good catchers. I think that they'll share time. I mean, Stallings is with the bulk of it, but th- there's just nothing like exciting going on behind the plate. There's nothing exciting going on in the outfield. Yeah. And this is why the Pirates are where they are. Maybe this entices O'Neill Cruz to try out right field. <laughs> hey, dude,
1: be a quicker route.
0: You have a quicker route. Shortstop yeah. is the deepest position. Yeah. Newman, Gonzalez, Tucker, Piguero down the road. Those are four and, and Cruz. So that's five guys right there who all I could say, yeah, I could see them winning a starting spot in the next two years. Right. Yeah. So that's my thing that I, I want to be real. And I know that we're positive. I want to be real here. Be patient with our outfield (laughs) as a fan. We got things to look for. It seems like we just kind of flew through this thing, but that's the way it was this week, and I thought that's the way it was going to be. Dude, opening day. Like, it's here. I got the day off work. I'm going to pull up my MLB TV and watch as many games as my computer will allow me to watch at one time. I'm excited. Baseball's back. There may not be a lot of wins this year, but there will be things to watch for like there's gonna be stories you know what I mean I know that's that's been said that's cliche and a lot of any if you're somebody who listens to a lot of these podcasts or I maybe even Pittsburgh radio I I feel like maybe Pittsburgh radio is a little harsher about it maybe I don't know but there are there are things to follow follow key Brian Hayes season Brian Reynolds the Adam fraser thing's interesting to me do they keep yeah. him? Do they deal him? Is there somebody worth getting back?
1: Speaking of Adam Frazier, I have one note from last week's episode. Mm-hmm. I My bold prediction, I did not mean to say the NLCS. I meant the NLDS because I don't think that there's room on the Braves roster or the Dodgers roster.
0: And that's who you have picked. And
1: I, think, and I think those are going to be two teams that are playing late well, but in the NLC. Here's the
0: thing. It's such a far-fetched prediction anyway. Maybe it's Ozzy Albies that's hurt. And maybe the only reason yeah. they get I mean, Frazier be. is because they need him. Yeah. So it's a crazy thing to say anyway. So I don't think that anybody's going to hold you to it. Right. But who knows? I think it's going to be fun. I think that. The Pirates are going to be something to watch. I think that's the thing. Like, sure, we may not win a lot, but there are things to watch. I think if your team was boring, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, we're going to lose a lot, and there's nothing to watch for. Like, if we we did this differently, and we had a bunch of old guys, and we was like, hey, it's time to shake this thing up, we're going to have a bunch of these old guys. Like, back in the day, that's how the Pirates had their roster. Bunch of, like... Jeremy Burnitz or Corey Hart or you know, just like some Derek boring, Bell. just some boring guys that we got saying like, well, he's at the end of his career. Well, to be honest with you, that's what Todd Frazier could have been. He could have been one of those guys that were like, oh, we're just gonna get like he's a bridge player, we're gonna let him come out and hit 25 homers and maybe have a couple moments, but like it it was never part of the future. Right. Any of these guys in the lineup right now. Could possibly be part uh, aside from Polanco. The rest of them, maybe Frazier too, but they could be part of a winning team in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But like Moran, if he if he ends up playing well, he's still under team control for twenty twenty three. He could be a part of a team that ends up like winning some games. Yeah, and certainly any of the other ones because they're all young. Yeah, but. There's things to follow this year. Maybe
1: maybe something to follow might be Ke Brian Hayes getting an extension. Yeah. They've mentioned it. They haven't done much talks with it, but they've mentioned it.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's said like, you know, I'm not ready to talk about that. I mean, he's played 24 games. Right. Maybe 2 years from now it'd be in his best interest to let this thing play out a little bit too. Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. Show me this team's going to win and maybe I'll consider signing that right but I'm with you on that yeah I mean it's about the players too you know what I mean right that's fine all right I think that's gonna be it for this week I think it's time to wrap it up hey we'll see you guys next week let's go bucks let's go bucks thanks for listening to the bridge to bucktober podcast stay with us as we follow the pirates all season long Don't forget to subscribe to be notified when each new episode is released. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Bridge to Bucktober and on Twitter at Bridge the number two Bucktober. Let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear more about. Thank you, and let's go Bucks!